0: Hello my friend, welcome to today's Girl Chat episode. I am so excited to sit down and chat with you. Really, we're starting out together in a fresh month. We're going to talk about a little bit of a September recap. We're going to talk about all of the things. I've got a whole list here, legitimately, let me get it out. I want to talk about some things that I am obsessed with, a reading update, What's going on with some work things, health and fitness update, my favorite season. I'm gonna be talking about some stacks that I make with busting limiting beliefs. And it's gonna be a good one. And let's dive in. I want to start with talking to you about Patreon and thanking those of you who have become Patreon members. So Patreon is taking place of the membership, the Feminine Edge Collective. And why that is, is because I loved teaching the extra weekly content. The extra weekly content is on the first Wednesday of the month is a topic related class The second Wednesday of the month will now be a video vlog day in the life type of thing. The third Wednesday of the month will be a Bible study. And then the last Wednesday of the month will be a coaching community Q&A where you can really bring anything that you want advice on if there's something you're struggling with. Like it's really where you have access to me as your coach and as your mentor. But in what I was using as the platform, it was just too complicated. The ladies weren't enjoying it. It was very costly for me to run and operate. So since it was costly for me to run and operate, the membership price was still affordable at $27 a month. But with Patreon, it's just a smooth, seamless system. A lot of podcasts that I follow have Patreon-exclusive content and The way Patreon makes it is so easy, so accessible, and so affordable for you. It's $5 a month. And in September, I posted, well, by this week, that time we're recording, we're still going to be doing the Q&A tomorrow, but we have the Q&A in there. We have one of the greatest Bible studies. I say this every time I do one of the Bible studies, and I'm one of the greatest Bible studies in there really emphasizing like what does god's guidance feel like how to know if you're going in the direction that god wants you to if you're in a place of god what should i do i don't know what to do what should i do next i've had many times in my life where i have felt that way and then in hindsight i can really reflect on this is how god's guidance This is how God's guidance took me to exactly where I needed to be and provided blessings better than I even could ever imagine. And so I did a Bible study on that and it was so good. There was a day in the life ovulation phase. So I had a little, um, took the camera kind of shared the behind the scenes of my day of my work of what I, what else did I do that day? I know that I, what else did I do? I know um, a grocery haul. I made a grocery run. So I kind of shared some of my fun grocery finds, which always turns into kind of what I'm eating. Because if I'm talking about the groceries that I got, I often share what I'm going to be making or what my plan is for that certain food item. So really, really good. And then the main class of this month of September last month of September was reshaping and that was really just a great class on thinking about like where you are where you want to go how you want to become different what are some things that you want to change it's really like mind body and spirit it was such a good month and I am so grateful for those of you who have joined Patreon, like Jess, Julie, Amy, like you guys are so great. I really, really appreciate it. Brittany, like I could, I could go on and on at just the gratitude that I have knowing that you ladies are coming into the Patreon community. I'm, I'm glad that it's only going to be five bucks a month for you. It was just getting too out of control with the private podcast feed. Like Somebody had to have shared it. Like it got, it got, it got leaked, and there was just way too many people listening. And there was only a handful of Feminine Edge Collective members. And at first, I was like, "It'll be fine." But then, when I saw the numbers, numbers like doubling and tripling, I was like, "Okay, this is getting a little out of hand." And then Patreon just makes it easy for me to when if you don't want to be a patreon member anymore you literally just go into your patreon app you click unsubscribe and it's done it's made it so easy i've been members of a member of patreon and i've subscribed to some people's and then after a while i'm just not into that content anymore and so i unsubscribe and i've actually really liked that from both a creator and a content consumer i like that Um, you hear me putting my legs up? These girl chats are where we get comfy cozy and, and really just talk to each other. So I had a crazy September. There was a lot of changes and challenges that we had to navigate and as I shared about that, you guys also came to me and a lot of you were expressing a lot of really hard things that September brought and that September challenged you with and While I want to acknowledge hard, life is hard. We're all going to have seasons where sometimes it's harder than others. I really wanted to challenge myself to look at, okay, what were all the like really great, awesome, fun, good moments about September as well? Because I can, trust me, I can get a laundry list of the struggles, the things that really made me feel defeated in the month of September. And I see them and I acknowledge them and I write them down too. And I journal about them. I'm not using negative positivity to try to like diminish or cancel out how I'm feeling about those struggles and those challenges. But really, I want to make sure I'm equally acknowledging the things that are going really well. So I think it's really important before, you know, October kind of goes and takes us away, that we look at September and really think about like, what was it that was so good about September? And I can think of a handful, you know, my son doing flag football like that has been just so cool and a really great part of motherhood, seeing your kids try something new and not have the hang of it. Like he, our kids, for some reason, they don't want to just throw around a ball with us or they don't want like that's if we ask like do you want to kick around the soccer ball do you want to go shoot some baskets do you want to throw the football back and forth they're like no (laughs) they don't want to do that with us so bryce went into flag football and he didn't really play football prior to the practices and i mean it was very clear there are just some kids that have put a lot of practice into it and so bryce has gotten so much better at understanding the game and the rules and all of that and we had a really great conversation about practice and i was talking to him about how at mm. practice at at football practice that oh, there goes my dog growling at something he doesn't need to be growling at oh i didn't close the shades usually when i'm recording in here i close the shades it diminishes the echo and then also makes it so my dog isn't paying attention to little things outside and then barking. But back to what I was saying is I was telling Bryce, you know, at practice, you're going to learn these skills, but the practice that you do on your own, it's, is what's going to help you elevate those skills. And so, you know, I did give specifics of some kids and I'm like, you know, so-and-so, they throw around the football with their, with their siblings. They do this, they do that. They don't just go to practice and then think practice is all they need. And so then I did give the example about when mommy was a kid, I was in dance and I went to dance class. And then all week long, I would practice that over and over and over again. And like not to toot my own horn, and maybe I wasn't, maybe I was, maybe I wasn't, but I felt like I was one of the best dancers on our little dance team. Now, this is not like a competitive or crazy type of dance. It was just something we really had for our small town, and I felt like I was really good at it. And I know it was because I would go to our dance practice, but then I would spend all week practicing and practicing and practicing. And then I gave the example of a friend of mine and I was like, you know, she's so great at basketball. We would go to basketball practice and she would just be the best at basketball. And that's because when she went home, she practiced basketball. When she got off the bus, she practiced basketball. And I tried to make it very clear on like, it doesn't have to be football. It doesn't have to be dance or basketball or anything like that. It's just that understanding of when you see somebody that's excellent at what they do, they likely have a lot of time, energy and dedication outside of the bare minimum. And I thought that was just kind of an interesting and I don't know how much of what my 7-year-old 7-year-old absorbed of that, but it was one of those moments where I was just like, I want to continue that conversation like I do I want to keep reminding him that it's really to go from and you don't have to be excellent in everything right but if you do want to go from good to excellent it takes the outside ener- outside energy effort dedication and consistency to get there So I thought that was a really cool conversation. It's been kind of fun having the activity in the evenings and on Saturday mornings. I know so many parents are like, I'm sure there will be a day where fatigue sets in and it's like, oh, I like go into all the activities and all this and all of that. I'm sure there's a point and I have compassion and understanding for that fatigue, especially my friends who have multiple, multiple kids and multiple different things and, but it is just kind of fun to have those and see if he likes this type of skill. I've said it time and time again. I think, I sometimes think in our culture, we start kids way too early in activities because they really just don't have the cognitive understanding of the game. I remember for one of my kids, it took him a long time to even understand Tag. And it wasn't that he was being defiant and not wanting to play the game incorrectly to ruin it for everybody else. It's literally, he didn't understand, okay, when I get tagged, I have to stop. Everyone else is running, but I have to stop. And I have to wait for somebody to untag me before I can go again. That was really hard for him. And I know when we tried to put the kids and stuff when they were like four-ish, even five, there's just sometimes where I'm like, oh, you know, they just... They're just cognitively not there yet. But this, you know, seven, six, seven, eight years old, I think it's really a great time to just let them try a lot of different things because likely they're going to be, you know, there's going to be some kids who excel, but there's going to be a lot of kids that are at the same level, beginner level of which they are. And I think that's, I think that's really great to try different things in this. So For a lot of these activities, it's my husband and I kind of making the decision. You know, we're getting papers that come home. It's like, oh, they can do this, they can do that. And I talk to my husband about it and we kind of are like, is that going to work with our schedule? Will that make us feel overloaded? And we make the decision from there. I'm not necessarily asking them, hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to be in this quite yet? Because I just want them to try. I just want them to try A lot of different things to build that confidence, to start to gain connection and friendships within the community, listening, follow directions, and just trying different things, right? So once again, it's just been kind of fun. And I really do love how motherhood unfolds as the kids are getting older and older and older. But with September, and like I said, it was a lot and kind of overloaded this last Saturday, I got the day to myself and it was magical. We had um, football in the morning, but then my husband took the two boys down to his hometown and I had just been overloaded. I was also in late luteal phase. I was just like, and there's a lot kind of up and coming in October as well. And he was like, I'm going to take the kids. And usually I would be like, no, like our youngest would be just better staying home with me because he'll be a ruckus and that's a long time for him to be in the car and da 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 but I literally was so drained that I was like yep like I can't even I can't even gain get an ounce of energy but I did I took the whole day to myself I went and got groceries I went and got t- Chinese takeout and I enjoyed that I started watching Girl Meets Farm I heard a ton of people talking about Girl Meets Farm over and over and over again. You guys, I literally had no idea that she is like an hour and a half north of me. An hour and a half north of me. And there's a restaurant in East Grand Forks called Bernie's that she owns and i'm like okay when am i going to use grand forks to go check this out so as i was watching like a cooking show all day long i made a pot of soup you guys know i'm not a spooky season girly i'm not a pumpkin spice girly i am a soup girly i have now made three pots of soup one each week and i have been in love chili is always a staple my creamy um chicken chicken tortilla, always a staple, but this one was kind of a hint at minestrone, but I didn't want to add noodles. So I use kidney beans, pinto beans, a type of white bean, and then a turkey kielbasa sausage, a ton of veggies, onion, celery, carrots. I used a can of crushed tomatoes, I use chicken bone broth, what else? did I... And then just a bunch of seasonings, let it come to a boil, added some to... that's like here's kind of like a hack with my soups. Get the tomato paste that's in like a squeeze tube. So with any of my soups, I will always add a squeeze of tomato paste. I think that kind of like thickens it up a little bit as it comes to a boil and then goes back down to a simmer so it really has been just like a good veggie protein soup to have on hand. I've been having it with lunches. I'll make it with my everything bagel sourdough that I get from Aldi. It is so good and the absolute perfect lunch. So that was such a a lovely day to myself. I really, Sunday, I felt so refreshed. Sunday, I felt so recharged. Like genuinely, I had way more patience with the kids. I felt like I could just be present and in the moment because that whole I know it's super, I mean, it's so cliche of you can't pour from an empty cup, but I really felt like I had a cup of overflow and it made Sunday so great. We've already had some challenges come through this week already, but I'm definitely handling them a lot better because I got to refresh and restore. So also in September, it was a really cool month for career-wise, you know, I'll be open, honest, and transparent. My my changing of the Feminine Edge Collective to the Patreon needed it to be more seamless for producing content, so that made things so seamless, so streamlined starting in October. It's going to be solely into Patreon, but the podcast production side of my business has been So good, you know. I helped two women launch their shows. I also spoke to a group of VAs and talked to them about becoming podcast editors and podcast managers. I am offering and creating in October a course that really is like, This is how I became a podcast editor, this is how I learned and how I know how to edit. And this is what I do for podcast production. So I've got a couple students in there already. I'm keeping it very small and very intimate. And I've got two people potentially in the pipeline to work with for podcast production. We're still just kind of going back and forth and working out the details. I'm helping somebody launch in October, I'm helping somebody launch in November, I'm helping somebody launch in January, and I you know, and am, am at a space where when every with everything that I have right now, it's enough. And oh my gosh, I could go on a rant about this. We're going to have a long episode today. So, with all that being said, all that I'm doing I'm loving it because there's a lot of different eggs in my basket. So remember when I talked about back in the day, I had one, one heavy egg in a basket and it was around 2020 where I was like, I've got to diversify. I want to have different layers and elements. So not everything is hanging on by this one thing, right? And I'm at this place now and I'm really looking at doing things the un, doing things I wasn't say the unruly way Then that makes so sense as so much sense as to why I would say that with working with the unruly team. But really challenging like everybody tells is telling me to this is how you build a business. This is how you do things. This is how you market yourself. The wonderful thing about podcast production is I've been able to be in alignment fully with me in the sense of I'm working, I've got work to do. I like work. This is work uh, I feel so good doing. I enjoy it a lot. And when something comes to me, I then respond to it. So I'm working. and like I said, there are times where you know, I've got things laid out into January, but I don't know about March. I don't know about May. I don't know what summer 2024 is going going to be laid out as. And past me would have been freaking out about that of like, oh, this is how I could do this and scale that and da 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 da. And right now I'm just like, what it is right now feels so right, feels so good. It's enough. You know, online business I know some of us are probably engulfed in online business where people are like, this is how I went from 5K months to 10K months and then 10K months to 20K months and then this to this and that to that and always feeling like we need to up-level and next level and all of that. And right now, and what I think is an unpopular opinion is like the way you get to your next level is one step at a time. The way you get to your next level is taking at like aligned action right now, but those aligned action things aren't huge. They're small, teeny tiny ships, and they're unique to you. So somebody else who's telling you, I know this roadmap to help you go from this to that, to this, to that, to this, that. And guess what? Not everybody is going to feel happy, fueled, and satisfied at the level that other people are at. Like right now, where I'm at, I'm happy with. And if I continue on and grow and go beyond or do things differently, I don't even want to say go beyond because what I'm doing right now is, I'm gonna pat myself on the back. It's bad ass. Like it's bad ass. And I don't always need to be going next level, next level, next level. And some of you listening, you know, you could bring hindsight into that, into your career and being like, you know, we're always like looking for more, looking for more, looking for more, looking for more. And then because of social media, we're looking at other people and being like, but what I have is not good enough. But what, what I do is not good enough. This isn't cool enough. This isn't um, free enough. This isn't, and by free enough, I mean like time freedom. Entrepreneurs talk up their bums about time freedom, but not all of them live in that way. For sure. Not all of them live in that way. They have, golden handcuffs or as Andrea Crowder has said bougie prison bougie prisons and that's a huge rant that I could go on and just like right now oh I'm so glad that this rant brought me to here because um I've been completely obsessed with the song keep me in the moment by you guys over Jeremy Camp so this song I can't play I don't want to play the song Um, But the lyrics in it are just so good. I'm looking it up here. But this song has really centered my heart so much. And I try to play it each time I work out, try to play it each time I go for a walk, try to play it for myself at least once a day. Because um, some of the lyrics that are just so good is... Keep me in the moment. Help me live with my eyes wide open because I don't want to miss what you have for me. Show me what matters. Throw away what I'm chasing after. I got full body chills when I heard that for the first time because I know for sure I've chased after the wrong thing so many times. I felt like I've chased after certain things, certain people, certain like lofty goals that I think will bring me joy, fulfillment, and success, and it just doesn't. Um, cause I don't want to miss what you have for me. Keep me in the moment. Another lyric that I love so much is when I wake up in the morning, Lord, search my heart. Don't let me stray. I just want to stay where you are. And my favorite, favorite lyric, I know I've said that so many times, but the lyric that I love the most is nothing is wasted when everything's placed in your hand. We do not have to do this alone. We are not meant to do this alone. And when we place everything in his hands, nothing is wasted. And I love that song so much. So if you need an uplifting song that keeps you in the moment, that keeps you in alignment, that keeps you trusting that where you are right now is where you need to be. And then if you're like, well, how do I know if I'm I'm meant to do something else? What should I do? go into Patreon. It's $5. If you want to cancel it after that, cancel it after that. But go into Patreon, listen to the Bible study from September that's titled, God, What Should I Do? And tell me that you won't feel hopeful, grounded, and understanding of how God's going to keep you in the moment and guide you to where you need to be if he wants you to go somewhere, right? I'm out of my Pilates era. I'm going to say it. I am out of my Pilates era. That's not, that doesn't mean I'm not going to do Pilates again, but I'm out of my Pilates era. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. So over the summer, I was on a weight loss journey. I feel like I've always been on a weight loss journey. I should just stop calling it that because right now I've really changed my mindset to I am on just my fit AF journey. I am like, and that's the journey I'm on. That's the journey I'm going to stay on. And that's that. (laughs) And that's that. And I saw a drop in weight over the summer, but stepped on the scale. or but then I put away the scale. Then I stepped on the scale and I saw a five pound increase. And I was like, oh man, okay, I'm just going to do what my friend who is an expert at human design, Florence Francois, told me to do when it comes to my health and fitness. And that is just really genuinely each day listen to what my body says and how my body is telling me it wants to move. And so I guess I cannot tell you guys what kind of plan I'm gonna be doing, even though if you listen to a week ago's episode, so Monday's episode around fall fitness and wellness. I'm basically going back to that. So I'm going to be doing at least two days of zone two cardio and back to strength training. And I mean, heavy, I'm going to try this out, but heavy strength training in the sense of six to eight reps being hard and heavy and slow and controlled movement. I was doing the four week, four weeks for everybody workout for a little bit And I don't think I want to do like start to complete program type of thing like that. But what was really interesting was how I really felt my muscles engage when I was doing slow controlled movements. So it has you focus on the eccentric movement. So meaning if you do a squat down, you stand up at a count of four. So it's down one, up, two, three, four. And slow, controlled movement paired with heavy weightlifting. I was like, this reminds me of Chilean Extreme, the first ever program that I saw a huge change in my body and how I fell in love with weightlifting. And it is really a mind. Like yesterday, I did my own like leg day routine. I'm keeping very simple weight movements, but I'm doing about four sets of six to eight reps and being very, very, very heavy. And when I'm doing slow controlled, when I'm doing heavy, when I'm needing rest time in between sets because I'm going so heavy, you really can only do like four to five different exercises per workout to keep it in that 45 minutes under an hour time frame, right? And so that's what feels right for me right now. I'll probably still incorporate Pilates because Andrea Rogers is coming out with a new Pilates program this month. On the super blocks in body and I really love Andrea Rogers but I probably won't do the workouts like consecutively I'll just if I'm feeling like doing Pilates I'll add it to the tail end of my workout or do it at the beginning of my workout to kind of be like a warm-up because that's the thing with weight training you really have to warm up your muscles properly to avoid injury and another really great thing to kind of end on for this month is September was my self-care month I got a facial I got a massage which was a gift from the unruly team for my birthday my birthday was in August but I just knew September was going to be overloaded so I scheduled a facial which was a sculpting facial we talked about that last time I got a massage and when you get a massage like If there are areas of your body that you want them to put emphasis on, tell them that. And you will feel so good walking out of that massage knowing that they really kind of catered to how you you were feeling, what you know you need work on. And then my hair extensions. So I got those a little bit refreshed and moved up. And that was just something I think that's gonna be really important for me. And now talking out loud, i need to do that in october i know of a place that does massages but they also have an infrared sauna so i want to get a massage booked at that location so then i can do a sauna massage combo um, and see what else i know i need I don't want to schedule another facial. I'll probably wait for that for November, but schedule something else. So then in those moments where I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, all I am doing is taking care of other people and doing things for other people, I can be like, okay, but this is my time where I'm taking care of myself. And I put my phone on airplane mode for both the massage and the facial, and it was really, really, really great. And while I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't do that because of The money and the finances and the this and the that. I, this, I had another, I had another aha moment. So something about me is I don't have that dialogue in my head of like, I can't afford that. I don't ever really say that to myself or in my head. What I do think about though is, do I want to spend my money on that? And I often find myself in that conversation of like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want to spend my money on that. I don't want to spend my money on that. And that feels empowering to me. You know, even when we're, when I'm picking out, well, I don't go shopping leisurely very often, but there are a lot of times where I don't look at people with envy. Let's, let's just call out my car. So I drive and I'm going to talk about my car in a very positive way because I love her. I love my car. I got my car in 2015. She's a 2014 Ford Explorer and she has been so great to me when I see an a majority of my neighborhood has new and different cars. My husband has had multiple new and different vehicles since we have moved into this house. And I don't look at other people with envy in the sense of like, Oh, they drive a better car than me. My car is paid off. My car looks, she looks, she looks crisp. My friend, she looks sporty. She's cute. I think she's cute. And there are times where I know I'm eventually going to want slash need a car upgrade, but when I see somebody else get a new vehicle, and if it's even a vehicle that I like am dreamy drooly about, I don't get envious in the sense of like, oh, well, I can't have that vehicle. I'm like, hey, that's a sharp looking vehicle. I love for- I love that for you. I love that you are driving that thing. That's swanky. That's awesome awesome, great. But I don't want to spend my money on that because I have a car that I like. I have a car that I think is nice and it's paid off. Have you in this economy? No, I'm just kidding. But she's paid off. And I remember a while ago, this was a long time ago. I think this was like pre-kids. I was looking at new Escalades And we were just on a date night and I think we were driving around, ended up looking and was at at Cadillac for some reason. And I messaged one of my friends and I was like, this is sick, huh? And I was so close to paying off my car, my Explorer. And she asked me the question. She's like, yeah, that is awesome. And you also have an awesome car. What would feel better, a paid off vehicle or a new vehicle? And there's no wrong answer because one day there's going to be a point where like, yeah, a vehicle with a car payment is going to be really great. And then other times there's going to be like, I don't want this car payment. Let's pay it off. Da, 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 right. So there's duality. There's there's both and there's no wrong answer. It's just about I feel so confident in the choices that I make for myself and my life that it doesn't cause like A decrease in my energy when I think of others having other things like even when I am at if I walk into somebody's house and it's like a house on the lake and it's like what I'd want I'm like genuinely happy for them love that for them And also, I love my house. Like, I love my house. My house may be smaller. My house may have dings and scuffs from having little kids. My house may smell like a dog sometimes because we have an old man living, an old man meaning my dog, living in it. But it's like, I love my house. And I love that they love their house. And I love their house for them. And I love their house too because it's beautiful. But it's not creating like an envious thing for me. And I think... That's something now that I understand my human design, that I understand why I have such a defined sense of self. I've had defined sense in making choices and making decisions and things like that. Um, another thing that's kind of like a way where there's not always a right or wrong. And this kind of comes to back to the car conversation in the sense of like, I totally get it when like dave ramsey is talking about like it's really kind of silly to have a car payment and also sometimes it can be really smart so for example when i purchased my 2014 ford explorer i obviously didn't have the liquid cash to spend on it it's still a moderate um, or conservative type of vehicle for me to get But also it, I knew buying it one year used and it was like, what is that called? Certified pre-owned. So knowing it was taken care of, I knew that I was going to have it a lot longer than the duration of the debt. So I got the car in 2015. I believe we paid it off in 2017 or 18 And I've had it and it's 2023, you know, so it's like, don't feel like there's, there's just not the black or white, like living. And I've always lived in the sign or in the essence of, and also, you know, if I really could start over on a podcast, I would title it. And also. Because there's so many layers and facets to different things and no, there's no one right choice for everybody. And just because something happens, it doesn't mean one definitive thing. So while you are consuming, I I mean, I don't even know how to wrap up and tie in about this episode because we went from talking about cars and debt and vehicles to ending the Pilates area to the nitty-gritty of my business like this is how we girl chat this this is how i chat with my friends and this is how i'm chatting with you and i just really appreciate you guys for being here i appreciate those of you who have become patreon subscribers it's five bucks a month and i'm i'm looking forward to october october is going to be another really cool month i think we'll also have another girl chat about A month from now, I'm probably towards the end of October. I hope you guys enjoyed the September Living in Sync episodes. They were good. Like they they were actually, a lot of them were re-uploads that were already, like I recorded them maybe in 2021, 2019, but they were so good that I just repolished them and the information in there is so great. So I hope you guys enjoyed them. I will talk to you next time. It's time to just wrap up this episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard or you want to share your favorite episode topics, please leave a rating and review. This helps the podcast growth and gives people an idea of what the podcast is all about. Something new and exciting that I wanted to share with you before we go is that we now have a Patreon page. This has replaced the Feminine Edge collective community in a cohesive place that is easier for me to manage and cheaper for you. If you are interested in our monthly classes, exclusive day in the life vlogs, Bible studies, community Q&A, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash living in sync and join for just $5 a month. Check out the show notes for any links or details of things referenced in today's episode And I look forward to chatting with you in the next one.